Welcome to the FBC Moberly Sermon Podcast. This past Sunday we were in Acts chapter 9 and we saw two miraculous stories of Peter. He healed Aeneas and he raised Dorcas back to life. As you go through this sermon, I want you to think of three words that you're going to hear often. Purpose, pain, and payoff. Grab your Bibles, open them to Acts chapter 9, and follow along in this message entitled, All About Jesus, All the Time. And as you're turning there to Acts chapter 9, I want to share with you three words that will be consistently repeated throughout the day. Three words that I want you to remember, maybe write them down in your bulletin, maybe even write them in your Bible. Three words, purpose, pain, and payoff. Three words that will be repeated often as we live our life on purpose, meaning that we, we are a church and our individuals who are all about Jesus all the time. We live our lives on purpose, sharing Jesus with the lost, loving each other, and being an example for the lost. And as we do that, as we live our lives, as we go on about our, our days and our lives, pain's going to happen. Bad things will come. But I want, what I want you to hear today is that when you live your life on purpose, when you live your life and are all about Jesus all the time, even through the midst of excruciating pain, watch as the Lord brings an ultimate payoff. Purpose, pain, and payoff. If you have your Bibles, I'd invite you to read along with me. We're going to read the entire section, Acts chapter 9, beginning in verse 32, and we will finish in verse 41. God's word to us this morning says this, As Peter was traveling from place to place, he also came down to the saints who lived in Lydda. There he found a man named Aeneas who was paralyzed and had been bedridden for eight years. And Peter said to him, Aeneas, Jesus Christ heals you. Get up, make up your bed. And immediately he got up. So all who lived in Lydda and Sharon saw him and turned to the Lord. Verse 36. In Joppa, there was a disciple named Tabitha, which is translated Dorcas. True story. Dorcas. She was always doing good works and acts of charity. And about that time, she became sick and died. After washing her, they placed her in a room upstairs. Since Lydda was near Joppa, the disciples heard that Peter was there and sent two men to him and urged him, Do not delay in coming with us. Peter got up and went with them. And when he arrived, they led him to the room upstairs. And all the widows approached him weeping and showing him the robes and clothes that Dorcas had made while she was still with them. Peter sent them all out of the room. He knelt down, prayed, and turning to the body said, Tabitha, get up. She opened her eyes. She saw Peter and she sat up. He gave her his hand and helped her stand up. He called the saints and widows and presented her alive. Verse 42, this became known throughout Joppa, and many believed in the Lord. 
Peter stayed for some time in Joppa with Simon, a leather tanner. Would you pray with me? Father, I thank you for the day. I thank you for your word. I pray this morning you would teach us from your word. Teach us to live on purpose. Teach us to walk and endure pain. And help us to see the ultimate payoff. God, I pray you would minister to us right where we are. I pray you would minister to the hurting. Help us to rejoice with those who are rejoicing and weep with those who are weeping. And Father, I pray that this morning you would take your word, which will hit different people going through different situations right now, even as I pray. I pray that you would take your word and let your work be done through your word. We hand this morning over to you. We pray you're glorified in it. We pray this in Jesus' name and all God's people said, Amen. Purpose, pain, and payoff. We, be, we begin by finding two ways that we can share Jesus, which will help us live our life on purpose, being all about Jesus all the time. Here's the first one. Are you ready for it? We share Jesus by seeing the pain of others. Remember our three words. Purpose, help me out. I forgot them already. Purpose, pain, Payoff. Very good. First, let's see purpose. It's the purpose of Peter. It's really the intentionality of Peter. Look in your Bibles, verse 32. The, the Bible says this, As Peter was traveling from place to place, he also came down to the saints who lived in Lydda. Now, Lydda is about 25 miles northwest of Jerusalem. If you ever fly into Jerusalem, you will fly into the airport in Tel Aviv. That's where Lydda is. And Peter was traveling from place to place. What do you think he was doing as he was traveling from place to place? He's preaching the gospel. He was intentionally taking the gospel from place to place, and he comes down to Lydda, and there he finds who? Look in your Bible, verse 32. Who does he find in Lydda? The saints, the church. He is a man on a mission, taking the gospel to the world and ministering in the church. That's his purpose. In this story, his, he was purposefully taking the gospel out. Now I want you to see the pain. Look in verse 33. The Bible says, There he found a man named Aeneas, who was paralyzed and bedridden for eight years. Can you see, like, can you see this scene in your mind's eye? Peter walks into Lydda. He finds the congregation, the church, the saints, the people of God, and he sees a man who is bedridden and paralyzed. And you can, it's not in the text, but you can almost hear the conversation as Peter walks up to this man. And, I, and in my mind, I see him kneeling down. What's your name, brother? My name's Aeneas. How long have you been bedridden? Well, it's been eight years. Haven't walked for eight years. Do you know how long eight years is? A long time. 2015 was eight years ago. Let me share with you some things that happened in 2015. In 2015, Barack Obama was our president and Jay Nixon was our governor. In 2015, Patrick Mahomes was named the starting quarterback of the Texas Tech Red Raiders. He was a sophomore in college. In 2015, Prince was still alive. In 2015, any, anybody like Tom Petty? Nobody likes Tom Petty? Yeah, okay, we got some. Tom Petty was still alive in 2015. 
In 2015, the world had never heard of Simone Biles. You know who that is? The Olympian who went to Rio de Janeiro in 2016 and won five medals, four of them being gold medals. In 2015, the virus of the day was the Zika virus, and nobody had heard of COVID. My point is this, eight years is a long, long, long time. It's even longer when you're paralyzed and bedridden. You think there isn't brokenness and pain and confusion and maybe even frustration on the part of Aeneas? Been laying on that bed for eight years? You think Aeneas didn't long for the days of nine years ago when he could walk? Paralyzed for eight years. There's eight years of accumulated brokenness and pain and heartache, confusion and irritation. Eight years of accumulated, well, let's just call it pain. And then Peter shows up. And watch what happens in verse 34. Look in your Bibles. Everything is about to change in Aeneas' life. Verse 34, Peter said to him, Aeneas, Jesus Christ heals you. And then he said what every mother says to their children when they wake them up for school. (laughs) Get up and make up your bed. Right? That's what he says. Get up and make up your bed. And immediately he got up. Now notice who heals Aeneas. It wasn't Peter who healed Aeneas. Who was it? It was Jesus. The Lord used Peter to say a few words. But it was Jesus who healed Aeneas. Peter saw the pain of Aeneas. And he walked right into it on purpose. And I love it. Jesus Christ heals you. Get up and make up your bed. Peter was intentional. He was was purposeful. He went to Lydda with, with purpose. Aeneas had pain, lots and lots of pain, eight years of pain. But then Peter speaks the words of life, Jesus Christ, into Aeneas' pain and heartache. And watch the payoff. See, you think the payoff is that Aeneas gets up and walks. But that's not the payoff. Look at what happens as the payoff. Look in verse 35. The payoff the Lord brings. Do you see it? My Bible says, Then the whole population of Lydda and Sharon saw Aeneas walking. And what did they do? Turned to the Lord. How is that? That's the payoff. Peter walks into Lydda with purpose to serve the Lord on a preaching tour, on a ministry tour. He walks into Aeneas' pain. Amongst the church, he finds Aeneas and walks into his pain. And he took with purpose, the Lord took purpose, and the Lord took pain, and he mixed them together, and he brought the ultimate payoff, which was salvation of the lost out there. Did you catch that? Out there. The world heard about what happened in here. The world heard that Aeneas was walking. They heard about the work of God in the church. And then they saw it. And they repented and they believed. Man, what a story. And here's what I have to wonder before we go to our second point. I have to wonder in this room, 
and in those watching on live stream and listening on the radio, how many of you closely identify with Aeneas? May not be paralyzed, but man, you've been walking around with pain for a long time. Emotional pain, physical pain, spiritual pain. And maybe you've been wondering, does anybody see? I want you to know, if you hear nothing else today, hear this, Jesus Christ sees you. And I pray that he gives us eyes as a church to see. And we don't have the answer for your pain, not in a, uh, not in a physical way. But we do have the answer for all of life's pains. And that's Jesus Christ. And I pray that God gives us eyes to see the hurting, gives us eyes to see those who are in pain. I pray that the Lord gives us the ability to bear burdens of our brothers and sisters. And I pray that as a result of that, the lost outside the church would see the love that we have for each other inside the church and revival occurs. It happened in Lydda. It happened in Sharon. Why can't it happen in Moberly? Well, it begins in the church, my friends. So here's my encouragement to you. If you are Aeneas this morning, if you're walking around with pain and you're hurting and you're confused and you're irritated and you're angry, hold on. Aeneas held on for eight years, but a payoff came. Hold on. We share Jesus by seeing the pain of others. Secondly, we share Jesus by meeting the needs of others. Again, notice three things. Purpose, pain, and payoff. Here we go. We set the scene. Peter's in Lydda. Lydda is about 10 miles west of Joppa. So what's 10 miles west of us? Just a little past, would it be Clifton Hill? Is that 10 miles west of us? Somebody help me out. I'm not good with that. Okay, we're going to say Clifton Hill. Lydda is, is 10, or Joppa is 10 miles west of Lydda. I can walk about three miles an hour. It takes me about a mile or 20 minutes to walk a mile. And that's if I'm kind of going at a decent pace. It's about three hours away by foot. That's where Lydda is in relation to Joppa. Joppa's on the coast of Israel. Lydda's 10 miles inland. And while Peter is in Lydda, tragedy strikes in Joppa. There's a woman in Joppa. Her name is Tabitha. Luke in the book of Acts translates that for his Greek readers and says her name is Dorcas. Both of those names mean gazelle, by the way. Verse 36 and 37 tells her story. In verse 36 and 37, we find her purpose. And if we're being really honest, in verse 36 and 37, we really find an example of her obituary. Let me read it to you. Look in your Bibles. In Joppa, there was a disciple. I see purpose there, by the way. She was a disciple, meaning that she was among the saints. She was saved. In Joppa, there was a disciple named Tabitha, which is translated Dorcas. She was always doing good works and acts of charity. Purpose. And about that time, she became sick and died. And after washing her, they placed her in a room upstairs. Dorcas must have been one of the kindest, gentlest, tender-hearted servants of the Lord who had one of the most unfortunate names, right? She was one who served the Lord by doing what she could. 
The Bible says she did good works and acts of charity. But then she died. Why do bad things happen to good people? That was the question running around Joppa that day. And the the church cleaned her body, prepared her for burial, and placed her in a room upstairs as they awaited burial. But then something really weird happens. Verse 38, you got to see it. Look in your Bibles, verse 38. The Bible says, Since Lydda was near Joppa, the disciples heard that Peter was there and sent two men who urged him, Don't delay in coming with us. You say, what's so weird about that? Well, just consider two questions. Number one, how did the disciples in Joppa, 10 miles away, how did they know that Peter was in Lydda? Facebook wasn't around, Twitter wasn't around, they couldn't turn on KOMU 8 News and find out. How'd they know? And secondly, why did they want him to come to Joppa? I think they knew. Well, the previous story tells us how they knew. Because the Lord had done a mighty work in Lydda. And news began to spread. And the whole region of Sharon heard about it and saw Aeneas walking around. They knew that Peter was in Lydda because they had heard the work that God had done in the church in Lydda. And I just think that they wondered to themselves, will the Lord do it again? So hurry up. Go, go, go to Lydda and find Peter 10 miles away, three-hour walk, and bring him back. So two men leave and they go. We'll say three hours. The text doesn't tell us how long it took them. But I'm guessing they were pretty urgent. So if I can walk a mile in 20 minutes, I bet they can do it in 10. That may be a stretch. They'd be running then. But I bet they were walking fast. So let's say, let's just put a timestamp on this. Let's say that Dorcas dies at noon. We don't know for sure when. The Bible doesn't tell us, but just put a timestamp on it. She dies at noon. The disciples, two, two men, go into Lydda. Three-hour walk. They find Peter. Got to come with us, Peter. Tragedy has struck Joppa. You got to come with us. Dorcas has died. Peter gets up and goes, comes back to Joppa. What time would it be? Six o'clock, six hours. And in six hours' time, the news spread that dear sweet Dorcas had died. Dorcas lived her life on purpose, she did what she could always doing acts of charity. She lived her life on purpose. And now I want you to see the pain. Look in your Bibles, verse 39. The Bible says, Peter, went up and got with them. Peter got up and went with them. And when he arrived, they led him to the room upstairs. And all the widows approached him, weeping and showing him the robes and clothes Literally, that reads the outer garments and undergarments. Showing him the robes and clothes that Dorcas had made while she was with them. Do you see the pain of the widows? As Peter walks into Joppa and walks to the house where she is laid, widows approach him crying, How could this happen? Look, she made, she made this for me, she made my clothes. Why do bad things happen to good people? They were weeping. They were, they were crying. They were, they were showing him 
what Dorcas had done for them. And Peter walks right in the midst of their pain. And watch what he does. Look at verse 40. The Bible says in verse 40, Peter sent them all out of the room. So you got to go. And then look. He knelt down. And he prayed. And I wonder what that prayer was like. The Bible doesn't tell us what he said. But here is Peter on his knees praying. And then he turns, the Bible says, and he says, Tabitha, get up. And just like that, Tabitha laying on the bed, dead. What does your Bible say she did? Opened her eyes. (laughs) And then she sat up. And I can see in that moment, I can see Peter with this huge, massive smile on his face thinking God's going to do it again. So Peter stretches out his hand, the Bible says, and helps her stand up. And then what does he do? Look in your Bibles. He goes to the door and he says, Church! He calls the saints. That's what the Bible says. He called the saints. Church, (laughs) you got to see this. And he called the widows who were weeping. Widows, you got to see this. And he presents Dorcas, who had died six hours earlier. He presents her alive. (laughs) Can you hear the shouts of joy erupt in the room when Dorcas comes out of that room? Can you hear the people like their they're, they're weeping turns to joy? Man, what a story. And you think that the payoff was Dorcas coming back to life. But it wasn't. At least not the ultimate payoff. Because look at what happens next. Verse 42. This became known... Throughout Joppa, and many believed in the Lord. That's the payoff. And by the way, both of these stories occurred within the context of the local church. What happened inside the church presented a witness to those outside the church. And when they saw it with their own eyes, they repented and believed. Peter went to Lydda on purpose. And he walked into Aeneas' pain. And the Lord brought the ultimate payoff. Aeneas was healed. And the gospel advanced throughout Lydda and all of Sharon. And then he goes into Joppa. Where Dorcas was a disciple of the Lord and served with purpose. She was all about Jesus all the time. She served with purpose. And Peter walked into the pain of the widows. You know how hard that is? To walk with somebody in their pain? It's hard. But the Lord did it. Or Peter did it, rather. And the Lord used it to bring an ultimate payoff. Dorcas was raised and the gospel advanced. Remind you, the Lord used what happened inside the church among God's people as a witness to those outside the church. Like you, you think what you do in this building doesn't matter? My goodness, it matters. You think, man, I, I can only 
bake cookies. Praise God, you can only bake cookies. And praise God that you do. Quilting ladies, <laughs> those of you who labor every Tuesday with thread and needles, you think, well, we're not doing much. We just make a quilt every year and send it off. Can I introduce you to Dorcas, who labored with thread and needles, and a whole community was changed because of her witness. What you do matters. You say, I can only pray. I can only serve at Coyote Hill. I can only serve at Community Kitchen. I can only serve in the kitchen. I can only serve by teaching a class. I can only serve by serving in the sound booth. I can only serve by leading worship. I don't do much. <laughs> Phooey. Because God can take your I can only and he can bring a whole community to faith through your only when you are all about Jesus all the time. Listen, when we live our lives on purpose, we serve the Lord with gladness. And we do so with purpose that the world may hear. We live with purpose so that we can show each other the love of God in here and tell the world about the love of God out there. And we pray that when they see us, they see the love of God in us. What happens in the church matters. We live on purpose. And while we live on purpose, we have immense amounts of pain. I'm looking at a room full of people, and we've all experienced immense amounts of pain. It is inescapable in a world dominated by sin. You will experience immense amounts of pain. But keep on going. Keep on living on purpose in the midst of your pain and watch the Lord bring an ultimate payoff. Watch the gospel advance when we, in this room, when we love each other well in the midst of pain. When we bear each other's burdens and remind each other that you're not alone, watch the gospel advance as you become a gospel witness for what heaven should be like. That's what church is. Church is a, a, a microcosm of heaven. It should be a microcosm of heaven. When we get to heaven, we're going to worship. We're going to learn the word. We're going to fellowship. It's going to be beautiful. And that's what church should be. A microcosm of heaven. And when we make that a priority when we live together in, in unity and serve each other and see each other's pain and meet the needs of others, when we do that, we become a living picture of the gospel. Purpose, pain, and payoff is perhaps most visibly seen in John 3.16, the most famous of all verses. For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, there's purpose and pain in that statement. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever shall believe in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. Do you see the payoff? Listen, if you have not repented of your sin and trusted in Christ alone for the forgiveness of your sins, listen to me closely. If you have not repented of your sin 
and trusted in Christ to forgive you of your sins, you are not saved. Being good won't do it. Acts of charity won't save you. Your mom and dad's faith won't save you. Coming to church won't save you. Being baptized will not save you. The only way to be saved is by grace through faith in Jesus Christ. The only way to be saved is to repent of your sins and believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. So if you have not done that, I beg of you today, become a child of God. Be saved today. Repent and believe. And if you are saved, if you are a Christian, maybe you're Aeneas, keep on going. Maybe you're walking through immense amounts of pain. And perhaps the Lord will allow you to go through pain for just a few hours like he did with the widows who grieved over Dorcas' death. And perhaps the Lord will allow you to go through pain for eight years like he did with Aeneas. And perhaps the Lord will allow you to go to the grave with your pain. I don't know. But I do know this. There will be a payoff when you praise Jesus in the midst of pain. Your faith will increase and you will be a gospel witness to those around you. So listen to me. The Bible calls the church saints. We saw that just a few minutes ago. So hear me, saints. Those of you who are in Christ, keep on walking. Keep on going. Keep on trusting. Don't give up. Live on purpose. Be all about Jesus all the time. Praise through pain and pray the Lord would save Moberly, Randolph County, as the lost watch you praise him through pain, as the lost watch you walk into others' pain, as the lost watch you meet the needs of those around you. May revival come to Moberly and Randolph County. May the Lord show us payoff. Well, I hope this message has been helpful and I hope you've been encouraged to be all about Jesus all the time. When we live our lives on purpose, and when we experience pain, we continue to live all, be all about Jesus all the time and the payoff is that the lost here and are saved. If I can help you in any way, don't hesitate to reach out. You can email me directly. I'd love to hear from you. P-A-S-T-O-R at fbcmoberly.org. That's pastor at fbcmoberly, M-O-B-E-R-L-Y dot O-R-G. You can visit our website, fbcmoberly.org, where you will find all kinds of resources, one-year Bible reader packets, a place where you can submit a prayer request. We just want to help you and serve you in your walk with Christ. I hope you have a God-glorifying week, and I can't wait to see you again very soon.